Today's podcast is brought to you by the good folks over at School Clothes. Fueled by passion for social change, they're on a mission to empower the leaders of tomorrow with just a touch of style. Uh, somewhere after adolescence, society tried to take control, you know, telling us that we had to live a certain way, we had to dress a certain way, telling us what was cool, you know. Um, and, and really, School Clothes, they're, they're here to, to pull you out of that box, you know. Um, I recently got my my package here, so you know just to let you guys know about that. Um, very uh, crisp packaging, um, very dope product. Uh, had crew necks. Um, actually have a, a a gray one and a black one. Um, the socks are comfortable. All of this, you know came in my package here now that won't necessarily come in yours but if you want all of that you definitely can and the way to do that is to go to school uh with the k that's s-k-o-o-l hyphen clothes.com if you go there and use the promo code straight we're going to give you 15 percent off your order uh once again go to school that's s-k-o-o-l hyphen clothes.com and um you're going to get 15 percent off just use straight str the number eight so uh, before I go too far into this uh, today's podcast, um, for you guys that don't know, I, I um, recently got on Snapchat. Now, I know what you're saying, like, hey, man, like, what's going on? Um, I actually had a Snapchat account for quite some time, to be honest with you. Um, I, as what I do with every social media opportunity is I go ahead and make sure that I have it uh, just in case, um, even if I don't understand it just yet or even if I don't want to use it, I'll go ahead and get it. Uh, just to have it and then, um, you know, make sure that everything is straight out the den. So um, I recently was on Snapchat looking around and uh, I do want to go ahead and say that um, from what I can see, uh, DJ Khaled is the king of Snapchat. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there for free. But, um, you know, playing around with Snapchat, trying to learn it, figure it out and all of that. Um, it's pretty cool, man. I, you know, I, I'm probably going to keep exploring it and see how we can do some funny things here uh, with you guys today. And, and I may even Snapchat uh, part of this conversation um, of me recording the podcast too. So, I, you know, just for people to kind of see what we're doing behind the scenes. Um, but this um, just came back from a little mini vacation. Uh, me and the wife, we went to Chicago, um, which is actually our favorite place to visit, but went to Chicago and, um, had the opportunity to just go back and it was more of a laid back experience this time. Um, we really had a chance to see the city. The weather was great. Uh, but it wasn't extremely cold. Um, you know, it did rain a little bit, but for the most part in December, Chicago was, was actually great and it was okay for a vacation. Um, seeing a lot of the, the, the typical stuff, um, did the, the whole pizza thing and all of that. Uh, great time. I actually love Chicago. Though. I, I wouldn't tell you any different, but um, one of the things that I was able to do, um, uh, while I was up there was, um, interview, um, a, a, a dope artist, um, from Chicago by the name of Vic Spencer. Um, Vic, if you follow the site, he's been on the site numerous amounts of times and, um, we did some cool stuff and I, I was trying to figure out that I want to give you th that stuff today, but, um, I'm not going to give you that conversation with Vic Spencer just because I wanted to make sure that it's presented a different way. We're, we're going to start something new. Um, on, on the site uh, called Outside the Den, and it's just going to be us actually outside of the den and going out having these conversations with different artists um, in their natural environment. And, and so we were actually in um, Hyde uh, Park Records um, in, on the south side of Chicago, um, and 
just you know had a dope time there man it was a good time with the homie and um i kind of got a chance to kill two birds with one stone i um had a chance to dig for records and you know on vacation which you know um i i was able to get a little work done i know that's crazy getting some work done on vacation but i, I was able to kill the two birds with one stone my wife knows that i i love to collect records so i wanted to go to a record store so what i did was went to the record store met Vic there got the interview done there and so instead of me taking two hours to dig through records I only dug through records for about 20 minutes and uh, spent the other hour um, you know with the homie Vic Spencer so I, I wasn't there too long and we did manage to get a great conversation and you guys will see that uh, soon on the site but for this week's episode of the Straight Out the Den podcast um I wanted to just really, it kind of stemmed off a conversation that I had with, with the homie Jay Coop here in Atlanta. Um, and he was just trying to ask for some advice about moving his, um, getting getting a little more, um, I guess, exposure to his, his project, Good Day Atlanta, um, which is a very dope project that um, I have no shot of doubt that it will end up on our um at, at the top of our uh, best of 2015 list. Um, but besides all that, he was just trying to get some guidance on, you know, the best way to really approach getting that album out um, to people. And so this really, uh, the conversation that we had really kind of fuel uh, what I want to talk about today. And even though this doesn't necessarily apply to him, um, because he is an artist that truly believes in his music and, and is willing to spend the money uh, to really get it out there and promote it. But it made me think about how you can create a buzz. Um, and, and when I say create a buzz, this can be for for yourself as an artist or for a project. Me personally, I think you should create that buzz around a project. It makes it a whole lot easier um, to kind of move things, especially in the climate that we're in now where people want to hear music. Um and not just fall in love with your personality. Falling in love with your personality is great. Um, and if the, you have music can, that you can attach to that, then I, I think you're you're one leg up on everybody else. But um, the subject really today is just creating a buzz with, I said without a budget, but just being realistic. Everybody has a budget, you know, and that really brings me to my first point. So um, if you if you're an artist right now and you feel that you don't have a budget, then you're either a not cut out to be an artist or b you're not looking at at your career in the right way and the reason why i say this is because everybody has a budget now your budget can be small um you know you might not have that much disposable income to put towards a career um in music and that's understandable there's a lot of risk there there's a huge risk factor um with your music and you know the, the chances of you winning just to be honest are, are slim to none um especially if you're in that mindset of you got to be on a major label and um all of these things have to happen before you can quote unquote blow up you know um so if, if you're in that thinking then yeah it's going to be tough for you that's just you know being honest but there are ways around it, you know, so if that's the first thing. If if you are an artist and you feel that you don't have a budget, then you need to rethink some things. Right. So the first thing is like cut out unnecessary expenses. You know, th there's that thing of you feel like you're an artist, so you got to play the part. So you got to have the chains and you got to have, you know, the car and, and all of that stuff. Man, to be honest with you, it's a bunch of BS. And, and the reason why I say that is because we all know and those who are industry insiders know that what you guys see on a regular basis and when i say you guys i'm talking about just the normal consumers what you see on the basis normal basis of artists are i'll say about 70 percent fraud and 
it, there's nothing wrong with that. They're in the world of entertainment. Their their job is to entertain you. But a lot of times, um, and, and maybe it's like this in hip hop and, and rap or just entertainment in general when it comes to music. I think it may be that way because people see music and they think that, you know, hip hop, this is real life. You know, a lot of people have a hard time of um, deciphering what's real and, and, and what's entertainment. But the truth is, if you're a rapper, you are an entertainer. Um, so your job is to entertain. And, and the thing is, people see that entertainment phase and they really think that that's everything that you have going on. And you also end up kind of leaning towards your entertainment side and you kind of get lost in that whole shuffle and now you're living um a lie in a sense right so uh, for those people that are out there and they, they feel like you got to have all these chains you got to have the, the type of car and all that you can really cut that out it, it's time and time that i've seen people that are um you know they spend all this money on looking the part but their music sounds crappy and I don't mean crappy as in it's not good music. I mean, crappy as in it literally sounds crappy. They're not taking the time to get their music mixed. They're not recording it um, in a good way. Um, they're, they're not taking the time out to get it mastered and, and all of that. And, but you look good and you're able to go to, you know, the club and buy bottles or go to the strip club and spend all this money, but your music doesn't sound the part. And, and so I just say all that to say that there's ways to have a budget when it comes to creating and generating a buzz for yourself. Uh, so the first thing is just cut back on the unnecessary expenses, stuff that doesn't really help you. Now, I, I know I said all of those things about looking the part. Yes, you do have to have an image. I get that. But there are ways to have an image without... Um, spending <laughs> uncontrollably right um and so the other thing you can do is is learn how to barter um there are people out here right now that have professionally sounding music um but don't own any major studio equipment uh they don't have an engineer on their team uh they they don't have a lot of things but they have a good talk piece and they know how to communicate and network with people where they can get a lot of things done uh, for little to no cost at all. Right. Um, if, for example, if you're, if you know somebody that's in the studio, I, I've seen this happen quite often that people have friends who are engineers and in between sessions, you, you'll have artists that, uh, for whatever reason are not on time for the studio. Trust me, it happens more than you believe. So if there's a session, for example, a three hour block that's booked from five to eight, um, if you have the, you know, your engineer friend who's there all day because that's what they're they're there for to engineer. Um, a lot of times for five to eight session, they may be there, you know, at four o'clock getting ready for that session. They may have that hour block of time just to free their mind or whatever, get prepared. Well, if you're there and, and you have a good relationship with an engineer, if you're there at four, the engineer may tell you like, hey, man, you got an hour right now, you know, um, or you may even have 30 minutes to get as much done as you possibly need. Um, you got me right now. We're just waiting for the next session to come in. Well, if you, if you have that good relationship and you, you've been doing that networking, then guess what? You got real quick time to get in there and, and make something happen. And if you're prepared, then you can really work that to your advantage. Now that's not everybody, um, reality that that's not going to happen all the time, but that's just a simple example of using um, bartering to your advantage. If you know somebody that's great at graphics, ask them like, hey, man, I'd love for you to do all my graphics where I make sure that you, you know, you're notated on everything. I'll make sure you get the proper shout outs, all of that. I just need you to rock with me for six months, man, just to help me get this brand out the ground. And I promise you, I'll go out here and, and rep for you just like you can rep for me. If you can 
do these graphics for me that I can guarantee that I'm going to go out here and tell people who are doing my graphics and I'm going to point all this work towards your way. Um, that, that happens all, all day long. You know, I've had people that have done photos for me, shout out to Keith, um, Anthony photography. If you guys do need, uh, photos and you're in the Atlanta area, definitely check him out. He, he does great work. He actually shot my album. Um, oh man, it's been a couple of years now. Um, maybe back in 2010, I think, um, <clears throat> the first album that I did called the release, he shot that and he did that on like just some pro bono. I'm just like, man, you know, I, I love what you're doing. Um, you need photos though. So, you know, I would love to shoot that for you. He shot those for me and we, we build a bun, um, from that moment and, you know, he, he just does phenomenal work. So, you know, that's the thing. It's all about networking and building that Rolodex and make sure you're going back to that Rolodex, um, to keep things going. So, you know, that's just those are small things that you can do to really cut your budget down. So don't go into this thinking that you don't have a budget. You definitely have a budget. It's just you have to really shift some money around and stop spending on things that you don't need, you know, um, but there's money there. So that's the first thing. Um, now, the second thing is you should make sure you get your family and your friends involved. And I say family first because more than likely, if you're new to the industry, you don't really have any friends. Um, excuse me, you don't have any fans, quote unquote. So what you need to do is utilize those friends and family members um, and use that to your advantage. So a couple of things that you can do, right? The first thing that I would suggest doing right now, social media is everything to everybody. So what I can what I would suggest doing is first off, you got to make sure that you have the music to promote this. This, this is everything that I'm giving you guys right now is um, under the thought process that you already have music developed, done, recorded, and already put out. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and cut that out. So we just want to make sure that you have that done. That step, that should be step number one. Make sure you have the music done. So, um, granted, you know, if the music is already done, uh, you you want to just and, and this is something as simple as you know, group chat. Um, a group me, whatever you want to do, and, and and just tell your friends and, and your family, like, hey man, um, I, I really do appreciate you, your support and everything that you've been able to help me accomplish thus far. Um, what I really need right now is a small favor. Um, if you could just you know whatever record your favorite record on the project, or if you have one single that's out right now, have them take a little quick. 10 to 15 second video of them singing the song that's it they don't have to be all emotional in it and, and all of that just have them literally picking their favorite record or whatever single you have out and tell them whatever part of the record that you love the most do a quick video 10 seconds 10 to 15 seconds and, and the beauty part about this is number one it shows people are interactive and, and they're they're getting into the record they know the record it's going to create some type of um feeling around it right you're creating a memorable moment for people you're, you're seeing people seeing this record like oh man that is so great i love what's going on and you can have them do what what you would want them to do is post it on their social media now everybody may not want to put that on their social media i i get that i know that'll happen but for the most part if they are close friends or family th this is something that they'll they should do or want to do uh, without any problem right so you get them to put that on on their social media now, what you should be doing is reposting, retweeting, uh, regramming, whatever, all on everything, right? So if it's on Snapchat, pull it off Snapchat and put it on somewhere else. Wherever they put the video up at, you want to make sure that you're doing the same thing. 
repost it on all of your social media. And what that's going to do is show your your new fans that, man, they have people that are listening to a record. It's going to show people like, man, what's going on? I love this. I love that. And now what you're, you're doing is actually showing people that, hey, it's just not me anymore. I actually have people that are listening to the music and they're enjoying the music and, and they're gravitating towards the music. So maybe you want to check this out because it's just not me giving you, it's not my commercial um, telling you like, hey, check out my music. Here's a link. No, it's other people actually knowing a record and singing and, and doing all of this. So you want to be strategic with this, right? And the best way to be strategic by this is not hitting up all of your friends and family at the same time. You don't want to do that because when you do that, it's going to look like you actually forced that. You don't want to have you have to be realistic with your numbers. You want to slowly pull people in and show them what's going on. So you can have your friends and family, you know, five to ten people at a time, you know, three friends, two family members slowly like, hey, um, could you do this for me? So one day you'll have five people do it and you're going to repost all those throughout the day. And the next day you'll have another five do it. And then the next day, you know, you may want to spread this out for a week or two doing that. And what that's going to do is just show like it's consistent. It's not just one day I had 30 people um, repost the record. And now, you know, two days later, there's nobody talking about the record. Right. So if you spread that out, it's going to look more authentic. It's going to show that people are really into the record. It's not just you telling them to do it. And it's not just them not talking about the record. They're actually having a good time with the record and it seems more on a consistent basis. So if you spread this out for a week to, you know, one or two weeks, then it creates a bit of a buzz. That's what we're doing. We're trying to create a buzz with no budget. So we can look at that. How much did that cost? That literally costs you nothing. You ask for a favor, you know, and <clears throat> there's ways to pay that favor forward. You know, you, you want to pay back your, your friends and your family because they are the ones that are helping you out and really starting to, you know, give you some type of leverage. And if you got a big family, then there's huge opportunity there. If you have a small family, then you're going to have to do some more groundwork. You're going to have to go out and get friends. You're going to have to go out and get uh, family members to do it. So, Here's a creative thing that you can do right here for, uh, I will say, um, not even friends, but these are more so um, associates or uh, people you may be meeting. So what I would do is, it's something that's very simple. You, you may rub people the wrong way, um, but it's something that you can do and it's very creative and, and you're, you're going to either look crazy doing it, but you'll have a good time entertaining yourself doing it, or you're going to build a, a huge fan base doing it. So what I would do is find your record, right? Let's just whatever record is going to be your record, your single. Take that single and put it on like, you know, have it on your phone ready to go. Ask somebody like, hey, um, I'm getting ready to put together a listening party for my for my album. So <clears throat> and make sure that what I'm telling you to do here, make sure that you're doing it for something that's very easy uh, to repeat or um, that they can sing to something that is literally going to take somebody 10 seconds and they'll know how to do it, right? So what you want to do is go around the people. You can go in somewhere where it's a huge setting of people. Uh, this works great on college campuses. It, it works great um, in, in malls and, and things like that. You know, and you got to go. The reason why I say go where there are a lot of people because you're going to get a lot of no's with this. You got So you got to go where the biggest mass of people um, will be so you can get through those no's and get the yes that you need. That's called Law of Averages. That's a whole nother podcast. We'll get there more people you talk to, the more no's you'll get so you can get to your yes. Law of averages. You want to know your your um 
your yes no ratio all of that stuff it may take you seven no's to get you your one yes that's just something extra that's a bonus we'll talk about that at another time but here's the thing you go there in front of all of these people and you're gonna just go out there and it's just something simple like hey man i'm i'm doing something special for my fans i'm an artist this is me i don't know if you've heard of me or not this is my single what i'm doing right now is actually um i'm putting together a listening party but the only way that you can get into my listening party which is going to be free food you know pizza and water keep it simple um if you have the the budget where you have some extra money, where you want to have alcohol, you want to have something better than pizza, then that's cool. That's, it's up to you. It's your discretion. But here's your selling point. Hey, I'm having a listening experience for my fans and new fans. Um, but the only way that you can get entry is by posting something up on your social media. It's very simple. Now, look, you can either have them post it on their social media, which is cool. Um, but more than likely, they're not going to do that if they don't know you. So here's an easier way to do it is have them post it on yours. So you're going to use your phone to just record them saying just a drop. And if you can give them a drop saying like, hey, I'm such and such and I rock with whatever insert artist name here. That's great. That's that's if you can get that done, then you, you've done your job. But if you can get them singing the record. And there's ways to do this. Have the record playing where you're at. You know, this this is something that it, it, you can get it done. You you can have a little small area playing the music and you can just have the people coming up. If you got a small area playing music and you got a sign showing up, people are going to show up. I don't know what it is about music and signs, but when people see that, they start to gravitate towards you and they want to know what's going on. So if you if you have people showing up to you and, and you're doing this and you tell them like, oh, yeah, man, I'm um, I'm such and such. I'm this artist and I'm actually having a listening experience for my album is going to be in two weeks. Uh, the only way that you can get entry into it, though, you just have to, you know, give us a shout out on your Instagram or, you know, sing the song, whatever you want to come up with. That's your job to be creative on that point. But what this does is, for one, it is a true fan. That's somebody not a, excuse me, not a true fan, but that's a real person that nobody else will know. You don't know them. They barely know you. Um, but it's somebody it's a new face. And they're saying either shout out to you or shout out to music, whatever. And then you're going to have them put that on their Instagram or, or whatever um, social media they're on. And you can put it on yours, either repost or you can actually record them doing that. Um, you see this a lot with promotions that people may do at a festival. Um, some, for example, Heineken uh, at A3C back in October here in Atlanta, they were giving out um they were taking pictures and I think they were giving out a t-shirt or something like that. Hey, get a free t-shirt. All we ask is you take a selfie uh, with it. So you take a picture with the, um, the Heineken girls or whatever, and they'll give you the free t-shirt and all they ask for is like your, your name or email address, or whatever to get the picture. And they're posting it on your social media or whatever. So that created the buzz for them. That shows that, Hey, this is somebody else involved with the event. They show that they're out here in front of a bunch of people holding up Heineken signs and they're taking pictures and it's on your social media. That's that's a great thing. It's like you're shouting them out and they're getting it's a win win for everybody. So this is some of the same thing that you'll be doing uh, with, with fans. And, and all you're literally doing is just telling them, like, hey, this is going to gain entry into our private event. It, it will be a private event. There will be free food, free drinks. And you get a chance to listen to my whole album. Um, all I want you to do is just like take a picture or give a shout out, something simple, whatever you want to do, pictures, shout out, pictures holding the album cover, whatever it is. You just want to, the main thing is you want to engage with the fans and what you want to do is get them talking about it because they're going to leave there and they're going to think about you. 
especially if you have product to put in their hand too, right? So that's just one thing that, that you can do. Now let's move on to the listening party. Now this here can either be uh, the second thing on it or this can be something completely different. But the listening party experience is uh, one of those things that's going to really generate a buzz for you. The one thing that I will stress about doing a listening party, right? Make sure that you do it invite only. Now, I know what you what you, you may be thinking. If I want to generate a buzz, why would I do it invite only? Why wouldn't I have as many people there as possible? Well, the truth is, if you're new and you're trying to generate a buzz, then nobody will know you anyway. And so having an invite only listening party is only going to it's not going to do anything for you. It's just going to have um, the people who was supposed to go there going to be there and everybody else is not going to show up. But if you make it an invite only, it seems exclusive. And when something seems exclusive, it seems like it's a memorable moment waiting to happen. And when something's a memorable moment waiting to happen, then people want to be a part of it. So making it invite only doesn't mean that you can't have people show up. Yeah, they can do that. If they find out about it through social media or whatever, that's fine. But there's, you know, there's something that they have to give in order to get that that address. You know, they're not just going to pop up on you. If you make an invite only, tell them that they have to RSVP by this or if they do it this way. That this this whole thing, creating that memorable moment. And you guys are going to hear me say that very um, often during this podcast. But when you create those moments, you literally take out all of the guesswork. What you're doing is is making something for somebody to never forget about you. And whether that's, you know, a listening party, um, whether that is you out there taking pictures with fans, um, all of those things that we went over, those it just creates a memorable moment and it makes it to the point where somebody cannot forget about you, even when they want to. I guarantee if you are somebody that goes out into a public area and you, you're dressed up like Freddy Cougar and you have a sign that says, I live in your nightmares. They're never going to forget that. Even if they don't know Freddy Krueger, they're, they're going to look at that and say, what is that? What is this guy doing? What's going on? Like they'll, they'll remember that, especially if you're not at like a Halloween event, you're at like a regular event with everybody else is dressed one way and you're coming out there completely. It's, it's like showing up at the party and there's one guy at the party that's ridiculously dressed and you'll never forget that guy you're just like why is he doing that or if that guy that's that one person that was at the party or that girl who was at the party that had way too much to drink and her home girl had to drag her out right you'll never forget that it's it's certain things that happen in your life that you just won't forget because you you automatically tie that in to to the event so you you know what was happening at that time you knew what you were doing you never forget that and and when you create those memorable moments you you're basically staining um in somebody's mind and that's what you want to do you want to become a stain in somebody's mind where they don't forget you and they they even if they wanted to wipe you off or whatever it, it won't go anywhere so that's what you want to do right once you get to that point, you've successfully um, did the you know your first steps and in, in, in really generating the buzz and gaining uh, new fans in the process. So, excuse me. So with that listening party, once again, make it invite only, um, and, and really, like I said before, pizza and water you can't go wrong with it. Like, uh, you know, we're talking about no budget here, right? And so if you try to go too extravagant, you're going to run out of money on food and you're not going to have the people there. You know, I'd rather 
make sure that I'm, I'm spending the money on getting the people there and then just have some decent food. At the end of the day, people just want to eat. So if you got pizza there, you got water there, you got a fruit tray, guarantee you're good to go. And, and bonus is dessert. So if you got some, you know, cookies or something like that there, people will appreciate that. Now, you know, you don't have to go mega cheap and get the, the bottom chef, everything like you can you can get away with Papa John's, you know. You can even get away with with Pizza Hut. I, I wouldn't necessarily say getting Little Caesar, um, in there, if you know it depends on the caliber of the party. Now, if you have a party where it's you know your fan base, then that may work for you. But you know Papa John's or Pizza Hut is gonna look a little bit better than Little Caesar. It's just that's just my opinion. But at the end of the day, what I'm saying is you can get it done at a cost effective way. You don't have to have alcohol there. You can have bottled water there and, and achieve the same thing. You can have drinks there. You can have you can have whatever you want there, but you can do it on your own budget. This is what I'm really trying to get you guys to understand. So um, now while you're at that listening party, um, me personally, when it comes to a listening event, I don't want to hear your whole album there. That's just me. I don't have that type of time. Now, if your album is maybe 25 minutes, that's cool. What I suggest you do is actually have your music playing in the background while the event is kind of going on. If you have a schedule, say the, the door is open to the event at 7. And, you know, from 7 to 8 is really like, hey, mingle, get something to eat, drink. I will have the music playing during that time. I just wouldn't tell people that that's the album. I would just literally have that music playing um, in, in the background at that time, you know. Um, and you can kind of mix the music in. If you got a DJ there, I would have the DJ mix the album in with um, other music. And so it's just kind of playing in the background. People are not really paying attention to it. But what you're doing is actually um, you're starting to kind of train their brain for the music. So they're, they're starting to hear it. And if you, if you do this earlier enough in the night, uh, while people are getting there, they're mi mixing, mingling, talking to people, they're eating. The music, once the time you get to the listening event, the, the actual listening of the album, it becomes familiar. It's like, oh, man, I've heard this before. And, and most people won't even realize that they just heard the music for the first time 20 minutes ago. They're just their brain is triggering to say, like, man, I've heard this song before. So now they're a little more apt to share and talk about it because it's something that is it's almost is there. It's staying in their memory already. So. That's just some that's a that's a trick um, that, that you can kind of do and start, you know, you can start that early. Start it with the um, with your Instagram videos, start it with uh, the listening event, then walking in. They're hearing all of these things and they're, they're starting to think like, oh, I, I know this. This this is very familiar to me. So um, that's just something to keep in mind. Um, but once again, once the listening um, event starts. Me personally, you can you can do what you want to do, um, but you got to remember that you're a new artist. Most people may not have heard of you, um, so I wouldn't try to give them the whole album. You know, I would give them snippets. I would maybe play um, intro and maybe the first verse and, and maybe uh, the first hook. Um, anything, you know, pretty much what you would preview preview a song on iTunes. I would keep it to that, right? Especially if you plan to do commentary for each song, um, you want to keep that whole listening experience that, that the actual listening of the album, I would say, try to keep it under 30 minutes if possible. Right. So if you do that, that's that's just enough time for them to digest the music. But at the same time, you're not um, giving them way too much. Right. And if you do want to play full songs, then I would keep it, um, you know, only play three to four, four records, five max. 
and then call that the listening experience. That'll be it. Tell them they'll have to buy the album to hear the rest or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but I wouldn't play the whole album from top to bottom with commentary. It's just going to be way too much. It's going to be overkill. And um, that, But this is all just my opinion. But, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't um, go that route. But once you get that part done, you have your music. Uh, you have everything that you need from that standpoint. Um, then you want to open up like a listening, um, after the listening part, you want to open up like a Q and a type thing. You know, you want to be there to answer questions. You want to be there to, um, ask questions. You know, you want to be there for all of that and, and make sure that it's one-on-one. -on -one. Make sure you're telling them like, Hey, I'm here for you. Whatever you want to hear from me, feel free to ask. Um, I'm an open book. We can talk about whatever. I would definitely make sure that you have that part down. So, yeah, that's that's um, how you want to approach talking and, and getting the fans. But now I want to go into how to get the media involved. But but before going to that that point, and that will be our last point um, for the podcast today, I, I do want to make sure that I tell you guys about Lander. Um, based in Montreal, Canada, Lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service by Mixed Genius. So uh, just for being a listen to today's podcast, you're going to get a free trial. Uh, it's two free MP3s of your master. All you got to do is go to Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash s-o-d-d um so like i was saying here um getting the media involved that's one of the um well i guess what people would think is the one of the important pieces i do agree you do want to get the media involved with your project um and help generate some buzz uh and honestly sometimes it costs money you know a lot of people you know if you want to go the pr route um which PR services are great. Um, you're basically paying for the relationships. They have relationships with different media outlets, bloggers, um, you know, TV shows, networks, online um, shows and all of the things of that nature. They have those relationships built. Um, so paying them a fee um, to do that, that heavy lifting for you is always an option. However, if you're trying to do this on a little to no budget, that's going to be one of those things that are kind of difficult for you to do because, you don't have that that strong relationship with them. But there there is a couple of things that you can kind of do to kind of move away, um, kind of maneuver around that. Right. So what I would do is create what's called a media day event. Um, now, this year, it is kind of tricky. Um, number one, you don't have all of those relationships, but it, sometimes it's not about having um, a, a, a volume, um, you know, a large quantity of people at the media day event what you want to do is first start out with those people those blogs that have already supported you um and so if this you know this could be a handful of blogs maybe like four or five but if they've ever posted your music you want to make sure that you're going to start with them first on when you compile this list next up you should go for those um lo everything local is what i'm talking about here so go for those local sites um that you know may haven't supported your work but you know of them you know so you want to reach out to them um and, and next you want to reach out to all of the uh local uh tv um stations um you know and everything is catered toward whatever your genre of music is of course um but reach out to those media outlets you want to reach out to um podcast anybody that is anybody um who you feel so it may take you some time to get this list and you may have to do some serious research but when you're dealing with no budget um you have to do a lot of the work yourself so um compile that list you know make sure you have a strong maybe 50 um names if you're in a, a big media outlet like atlanta trust me there is way more than enough names that you can uh, go after so i don't care if they have a small blog 
if they just started two weeks ago, um, if they started, you know, they've been in the game for six years. Um, if they're local and they're around you, you want to compile that list and make sure that they're on that list. Um, so just think about that. It's called a media day event, right? And, and, and you're going to treat it almost like a listening party. The only difference is you're you're inviting media out to the event and you're going to do some, a few other things that are a little bit creative. So like I said, compile that list of local media outlets, blogs, TV shows, um, online shows, networks, etc. Anybody that's, that you feel is doing something that can bring something to the table. Now, remember, you are new. Um, you're trying to create a buzz. So at this point in time in your career, any type of exposure will be good exposure for you. Um, you want to make sure that you craft that email um, to invite people. And make sure you list some type of incentive in, inside of that email. And, and I stress the word incentive. Um, you, you have to remember most of these media outlets... Um, may have never heard of you or haven't supported your music. So you got to give some type of incentive for them to get there. Um, it is one of the most important things that you can craft, um, do while crafting that email. Uh, so you, you got to do whatever your budget allows you to do. You know, um, I would always stress in that email that you're going to be allowing them to have exclusive content um, because anybody that's running a site knows that exclusive content is king. Um, it, you just got to think about it. If 30 blogs post your single, it's not really a benefit for them. If one blogs per, per, premiere your single, then that's mutually beneficial because they're premiering the single. Um, they're going to more than likely have the, the song up for at least a couple hours before anybody else. Um, that means that traffic will be uh, driven to their site initially, um, which you know, that's a heavy incentive for them because they're, they're getting the initial traffic for the record. And of course, you're going to be promoting that link and things of that nature, whatever you guys decide to work out. Um, exclusive content is king, definitely king. Um, the other thing is you can tell them, hey, it's going to be one on one interviews. You got to make sure that you set out time. So if you're going to have a three hour event, you got to make sure that you tell people like, hey, if you are SVP and um, we're going to be conducting interviews for um, about seven to nine p.m. or whatever time you I'm just using that time slot as an um, example. But if you tell them like, hey, we're conducting interviews for two hours, um, we're only conducting interviews for the first 30 people um, that accept the invite or whatever, you know, so make sure you RSVP to, to, to get interviews. That's going to create a sense of urgency. They're going to go ahead and try to uh, get in as soon as possible so they can get that creative um, exclusive content. Um, and and it looks a little more favorable because you're you're telling them like, hey, number one, there's going to be other media outlets there. So it's going to be competition. But if you want, I'm telling you, you can have that that exclusive interview. You just need to let me know early so we can set out a time for you. And uh, once you have that, you, you can kind of decide what you want to do and play it by ear. If you have five people that say they want to interview, then you know that you have time to do uh, maybe 20 minute interviews. Um for those five people, that's going to put you right at about, uh, I can't do the math, 100 minutes. So a little bit over an hour, hour and 40 minutes, basically, of your time. That's what you're going to have. Um, and, and that's cool. You can definitely work with that. Um, if you get more, you can condense the time of the interview. But uh, you want to keep all of that stuff in mind because you're doing that work on your own. So you got to know all those factors. Um, other incentives that you can have are like goodie bags. You definitely got to have some food there. You may even have to have some alcohol there. You got to get something that's going to get the media people there a little bit loose and a little more open to write honestly on you and um, to, to 
take as many pictures, social media, all of that. All of those things are, are important. Uh, while they're there, encourage people to do, use hashtags, um, encourage people to tag you in photos, tell them you're going to add them back. Make sure you build a solid relationship with them then, because anything that they do from that point on, you have exclusive um, contact with them. You can always send them things first. So make sure you use that media day as a way to truly, truly um, engage with the media and, and know and let them know that they're important because without them, your music is not getting out there to the people. So you want to make sure that you're engaging with the media and do that as much as possible um, to create this event. So once you have that list compiled, you have them there in the building, you're conducting these interviews and you have people you're just is that's all the media day is. You're you're literally introducing yourself to the media. Treat it like that. Humble yourself and, and make it seem like they don't know you. Introduce yourself to them. And um, present it in a way to where they're, they're happy to see you um, and, and you're there for each other. So once you get that out the way, guess what? They're going to take the content that they took there. If you give them good content, they're going to go and run with it. They're going to create um, extravagant headlines. They're going to talk about your project. They're going to talk about you, your personality. Um, and they're going to put that out to their people. So now you don't have to worry about emailing them. Um, you're single. Now they have interviews and, and their questions already answered. And they're going to go out and send that to different people. They're going to go out and write their own story, uh, take their own pictures, and they're going to put all that stuff up. And now they have creative um, and, and uh, exclusive content for their viewers. And now you don't have to worry about actually going out trying to run them down to post your single or post your video. Now they already have it. And, and guess what? When you email them a second time about putting up a video, now they have something else to go on. Now they don't have to just post your video and talk about, you know, give a brief description of the video, whatever you send in the email. Now they can actually go back to the time when they interacted with you and bring up that piece and have people go back to that and, you know, add the video. And there's more things to it now. Now that they, they can really truly speak from a, a genuine place as opposed to just, you know, copying your press release that you send out. So, uh, that's it. You know, th those are just a couple of things. Once again, um, you know, first and foremost, realize that you do have a budget, you know, you, you do have a budget. There's no such thing as no budget cut back on some things, you know, just to, to make it very simple. If you're somebody that's saying you don't have a budget and you eat out twice a day, spending a, approximately $10 each time, that's $20 a day, seven days a week, that's $140. Well, I guarantee um, if you cut that out and only spend $5 a day, on your food now you're looking at $25 so now you got a whole $115 to do something with that week something very something that simple not going out to eat twice a day um you can find money that's a hundred and just keep it even that's a hundred dollars in one week to do something with on your career so you always have money it's just a matter of you cutting out some things that you don't need um number two make sure you get your family and your friends and your fans involved simple ways to do that well not necessarily simple ways but there are some ways to do that uh, make sure you have a listening party event make sure that that listening party is an invite only create memorable moments that's what i want you guys to take away from this podcast always creating memorable moments um have them get involved heavily on social media using those clips that you're sending out have them send out to their friends send it to their instagram all their social media and you can repost it make sure you're reposting make sure you're following people too if you if you, if you want to put that out there don't get too cool 
um, not to follow people. People really love that social engagement. You'll have a fan for life by um, just and even if you want to do something so simple and saying like, hey, from seven to eight o'clock today, anybody that um, sends a screenshot of my album, I'm following you back and we're going to have a conversation. And you just don't know what that does for people because some people have in their mind that they can't do that. You know, so if you if you open up that dialogue and be able to do that, that'll take you a long way. That's the difference between having 100,000 fans 10 years from now that you can go into the world with and having, you know, a million fans today. And then five years down the road, nobody knows who you are because they didn't really connect with you. Uh, the other thing um, on that is make sure you ask questions open in and have some food for the people. Um, and the third thing, man, get the media involved. Create a media day event. Um, all you got to do is just literally go out there. You got to do your homework. You got to do your research. Find those blogs, those TV um, outlets, online shows, um, any any kind of media outlet and invite them out. You know, give them and send them to be there. Make sure you have all your music on deck. Make sure you have um, any kind of promo material you have to give them. Create a goodie bag um, that contains your CD, maybe a business card, maybe some type of merch, you know, a keychain or something like that, a button, um, press photos, any anything that that is appreciative to them. Um, you want to make sure you give that to the media so they can have that. And if your budget allows, make sure you do that at the listening party as well. Um, but that's that's pretty much it. You know, some very simple tools to hopefully get you on well on your way um, of creating a buzz with, you know, a little to no budget. Um, just a few housekeeping things um, before we get out of here. You maybe you remember some of you don't, but I did tell you guys to leave a review. Um, I do appreciate that We did have somebody leave a review here. Um, and you can do that on iTunes. Make sure you go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, um, and review. We would greatly appreciate it. I do want to shout out Fleetwood Fellas. Um, they wrote one of the best podcasts for independent artists and producers. We started following straight out to the den a year ago, and they haven't failed to deliver gems across every platform they use. Hey, I appreciate that, fellas. Um, that's very dope you guys wrote that. And make sure you check out um, Fleetwood Fred. He is... Um, very dope artist here in um, out of Atlanta, the east side of Atlanta. Um, that man has records, and he put on um, a very dope live show. So make sure you check him out at Fleetwood Fred um, on all things social media. I believe Fleetwood. I don't want to give your social media wrong. I'm gonna look it up while I'm talking at the same time. Fleetwood on Twitter. I think it's Fleetwood Fred. Let's see. Fleetwood underscore Fred on Twitter. Make sure you check him out. He, he, he is a dope artist. Um, but yeah, you know, you guys can do that. I, I'm all about shouting you out. I, I do appreciate the uh, support and I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, once again, subscribe, rate and review on, on iTunes. If you leave a review, I will uh, make sure that I read it here and shout you out and tell people to follow you and check out your music. If that's what you're leaving it for or check you out just in general. Um, Anything else, any housekeeping things, um, just be on the lookout for some new and exciting things next week. I, I we are going to we're going to give you something. It's a, it'll probably be a, a Christmas episode, holiday episode. Um, but I do have something in mind that I want to give you guys for next week. So we're definitely going to drop that. Oh, and I know you guys are listening to this right now and it's either Wednesday night or Thursday morning. And I do know that we're kind of late. My bad. I was on vacation and I didn't. Um, plan properly that's my mistake i do apologize but hey 
you guys are getting it this week. So just want to go ahead and throw that out there. I know somebody's going to throw me up under the bus for being late. So I will go ahead and give you that now. You're, you are right. I am wrong. I'm late. I do apologize. <laughs> but um, hey, if you listen to this podcast, is there anything else? I think I'm missing something. I can't remember right now. Um, I don't know. Make sure you follow me on all things social media at Straight Out the Den. That's S T R the number eight O U T D A D E N. Um, oh, Pag Lounge. That's what it is. If you're in Atlanta, Saturday, December, what's that? Sixteenth? No, nineteenth. Come through Pag Lounge. We have a dope lineup. Um, it's gonna be a nice little Christmas uh, thing, holiday thing. I'm giving out gifts. The first couple of people that get there early so uh, make sure you get there on time uh, we're going to have something special for you nothing major just something special for from me to you uh, make sure you get out there early see some dope underground talent here in the city um but yeah that's it so make sure you follow me on all things social media at straight out the den that's str the number eight o-u-t-d-a-d-e-n and as i always say if you guys have a dream pray on that dream research that dream and work until that dream becomes a reality and with that being said i'm jay good at straight out the den we out